0: Low Elo is made possible thanks to the generous support of listeners just like you. For more information, visit LowElo.com. Google Beat Dazzler. No, I'm not going to do it. You're
1: listening to the only League of Legends podcast that can easily kill everyone. You're listening to
0: Low Elo. Low Elo. This week in North American LCS, Velocity Esports stunned the world, winning matches definitively against CLG and the number two ranked Vulcan. The team is still in last place, but could be building up some much needed momentum. In the EU, three days of games end with a four-way tie for first place between Alternate Gambit, Lemon Dogs, and Fnatic, all ten and eight. This leaves only a three-game swing between them and the last place meet your makers with a season at seven and eleven.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely just on fire side, grass type.
0: This is episode 80 of Low Elo. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, aka Eat Gamer, and with me always is Dave Quarles, aka Compy386.
1: I don't let's see 80.
0: What's. Well, there's uh, two of I'm... us, so really it's like episode 40. On <laughs> well, average. Yeah, on average. But,
1: I don't know, dude. It's it's old. We're getting close to 100.
0: Oh man, but that's like that's a good thing. Hell yeah, no, I I agree. We have to do something for 100.
1: Like, do you want to get in a time cap, a time machine, and go back and when we were talking about doing low low, say hey, it's Jeff and Dave from the future. We just recorded episode 80. Wow. We'd be like, no
0: way. It'd be Get like our Bill here. and Ted moment.
1: Yeah, Jeff, Jeff, future Jeff and Dave are dumb and liars.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, here we are in the future where uh, our our podcast has brought peace to the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man. maybe not just yet.
1: Wild stallions for life.
0: This week. We take O Penis Deep and talk about Nunu in the jungle. <laughs> I can't say that without laughing. <laughs> Some tips on how to accept help and a boatload of email. But first, Velocity Esports takes both matches really without even a question. So to, to steal your earlier words, are these guys for real or was just a, this just a one-time thing?
1: Well, you know, the Cloud9 hype train, that's, you know, that's old news. I mean, if we're going to stay hipsters, we've got to get on the next new thing before everyone else does.
0: Or it, or just stick, you know, vehemently to what we've always done or what we've always rooted for, despite. Uh, no, then again, like that makes never us been, fanboys. Yeah, there's never been a Chicago fan that's been called hipster.
1: Yeah, no, they're just Chicago fans. Right. Of course, T- I mean, we're still TSM fanboys, I mean, yes. but it's the great thing about Velocity is there's a little piece of TSM on there.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. In that's the form true. of yeah. Maple Street. You know, Maple is, Street, he's, uh, he's the Odd One's little brother, General the, Odd One's little brother.
1: The Odd Bro. Yeah, the Odd <laughs> Bro, right. <laughs> yeah, he's um,
0: the Odd, he's odd Bro. He's their, a- their AD carry, if I remember. And it was
1: much because of him that they did so well uh in the first game he played or i don't know what order they were played in the first game
0: i watched which I believe, I believe the first game was clg the second game was vulcan
1: okay so i watched the vulcan game first so in against vulcan he went a uh, vayne and i think he got two quadras or they might have been talking about it, but the one from the other game he he got a quadra in each game yes um and he went like 12 or 13 and 0 on vayne Against Vulcan and it was ridiculous and then on Varus uh, I don't remember his score but I don't think he died in fact they didn't like the kill death counts were just against oh, they CLG they the went ball. like it was 20 to four or Vulcan it was like 20 to four at the end yeah and and then CLG CLG, was similar. Like, it
0: was like seventeen or 18 to four it was it was really lopsided on Kda um, and it's you know it's it's really easy. For us to look at maple street and you know his role as the ad carry and how well he did and say oh man the odd bro just totally carried those games but you know you watch through them and they they actually were very methodical about making sure that he got fed kills so yeah you know we do we do need to give credit to the whole team
1: and watching the game i mean i ended up watching them after so i i knew the outcome before watching it yeah um I, I kept expecting Velocity to make that newer team mistake that we saw last split from teams like uh Ozone Giants.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, where they would just they would get that early lead and then it would fall apart. Yeah, but like you said, that. they were completely methodical. They kept baiting Baron and like they when they you know and even the casters were like, "Oh, they need—they're being indecisive. They need to do something." It was like the call went out, and they all just dove over the barren wall and just wiped. Uh, I can't remember which team it was, <laughs> but uh, it was—it was great. It was great that they just methodically—they didn't try to—they uh, didn't get too aggressive. They knew they were ahead, and they sort of played a CLG style. Um, we only do things when we know we have the numbers
0: yeah kind of when deal. we know that we have the advantage they they also did a lot of very good just intelligent lane swaps middle of the game you know uh, making the decision once Shen like against Vulcan Shen effectively lost his lane the Vulcan mm-hmm. fast pushed the top tower down on a 2v1 and mm-hmm. once that happened they sent Shen bottom and brought the AD carry and support top where they could just feed without, you know, or they'd they not feed, where they could just last hit and soak up experience without any sort of interference whatsoever. Because mm-hmm. the focus suddenly on the other team had drawn to mm-hmm. trying to push down the bottom tower or mid tower. I think that some of their success lies in how they abused the other team's obsession with objective, with global objectives. They yeah. knew that once a tower was down, they could send whoever needed money top because bottom would be where the focus was. They sat there and baited out Baron because they knew that someone was going to be going for Baron at that point. It was just the appropriate time it was it was smart play,
1: yeah, and I really like that you said that because you know we've been talking the past few weeks about how everyone's got uh you know a raging chest hair for <laughs> Everyone has everyone's chest hair is raging over uh, you know getting those objectives, and they baited Baron successfully like two or three times in their two games. Mm-hmm. You know they they had no, I mean they didn't even do it after they killed the team. They killed the team. They used Baron as a pawn. You know, hey, we're, we might do Baron, la la la, and then they kill the enemy team and then go take an inhibitor. Yeah, which is, go take their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And then later, I mean, later they were smart about it The where they had the TF. TF was side-pushing bottom. The rest of the team sat by Baron, didn't start it until they saw Vulcan on the map. TF ulted away, and then they four-man Baron easy, yeah. you know, with no risk whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah, they were methodical, and they used the, you know, preoccupation with uh, objectives to their benefit.
0: Yeah. Now, to answer my earlier question you know do you is this for real or is this just a one-time thing where do you think that goes because i hate to say it i think that the one thing we haven't mentioned here is i think they got a little bit lucky now they got lucky against two very good teams but i do think they got a little bit lucky i mean look at the clg's lineup they uh that was it? It was CLG that decided they didn't need an AP carry, right?
1: Yeah, they had a. <laughs> it was it? They had a, like an Aurelia top, uh, and then a blue Ezreal mid, mm-hmm. and then like a normal AD carry support, and yeah. then a regular jungler, and, and yeah, and I think it's a little bit too not. It might not be so much luck as it's now that it's been established that Velocity is the worst team in the league people probably don't prepare for them at all. That's true, that's all. true.
0: Yeah, they have that kind of underdog card where yeah. everyone thinks they're going to beat them. Oh,
1: dude, we're going to beat Velocity. Don't worry about it. Start you know, thinking about the next game.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Oh, and there's not a whole lot of threat either in giving games to, uh, to yeah, Velocity. Yeah, because they're still in last place. I mean, exactly. Now, and it's, it's a little bit different of a situation where you give a point to a team that you know, with a couple of games, could swing you out of your position. That's a, a little bit tougher to swallow, but I, I think if that's really playing into things, then CLG and Vulcan need to man up, because that's, that's not the way they should be approaching competition. But- oh, well,
1: I mean, that happens in all sports, though. I mean... It's just, like, a natural thing. And, like, coaches and stuff will, like, guard against it. But it's just natural to assume you're going to win against the last team, you
0: know? Yeah. And, and then they then they do something and trounce you. But these these were both, like, both these games, we have to give credit where credit's due. I don't want anyone to think that we're going to, you know, rob uh, velocity of what they did. Because they did it two games in a row. And they did the exact same thing. I mean, they had different picks, but um, well, I guess they had a they ran Shen both times, right? Yeah, in they the ran game. Shen both. times. So they times. did. It wasn't completely different picks, but they ran a tight game and they replicated what they did in both games. So I don't think it's it can't be completely luck.
1: Oh yeah, no, they were in a position to take a take advantage of it by you know, of course, but uh, I think though that could if this gave them like a confidence boost and a little bit of momentum velocity i think now has a shot you know well, uh, what a, a shot
0: at top 4 yeah okay
1: they have a shot at it now they have to be completely perfect you know well, they have to I like i think win. they're also
0: in a position where the other teams need the to other teams would have really, to lose yeah. Yeah. but
1: it's possible whereas last week you would probably say there's no chance velocity it's they're two and 13 that's it's just not going to happen
0: yeah I, I don't know i don't even have the schedule in front of me right now because they they might be so behind that there actually isn't a way for them to come back yeah um, well i mean there's they, only there's only four weeks left in play
1: well maybe they, they don't have a shot maybe at uh, advancing but they have a shot at not going, going out, out on going bottom. out with some dignity, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Maybe no, they,
1: coming back next year or next season, and you know, getting a sponsor.
0: Yeah, no, that, <laughs> man. That was that's tough to watch. That's tough to watch because I actually know uh, their team manager, and he knows their situation. Um, and we we talked briefly at the beginning of their season, you know, around the split, and uh, you know they they need they need sponsors. They need sponsors bad. That's where a lot of the support for these teams come from. But you notice that their, you know, their T-shirts, they're blank. They just have the team logo on them. Um, I, I hope. I don't think things will change for this year. This year is probably a little bit too late. But if they keep it up, if they can finish strong, and then re-enter the league again for season four, mm-hmm. I think that there's really potential for them.
1: Yeah, it's like they're the expansion franchise, you know?
0: (laughs) I mean, it's not the same as, like, a Marn situation, you know? It's like, I always looked at Marn, and I saw a team that was here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, Velocity, I think, that they can avoid that fate and just build. Like, they're clearly a young franchise, right? Yeah. So Well, the fact that they're hanging with these people is good company anyways. Well... (laughs) the <laughs> best of luck to velocity though best of skill i just i would like to see the odd bro succeed
1: yeah have an odd one family you know showdown <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> do you ever play those games like uh with your friends where you're like i'm i'm king of the world i'm president of the universe
0: well or I'm, where you, you just sit there and one up each other back and forth? Yeah, yeah no no we never really did that no sorry <laughs> um I'm, I'm trying to find a way to relate to you now i feel like i feel bad uh we did the one where you you know i have this superpower and then like you know the other person would come up with a cooler superpower and then <laughs> you'd come up with a cooler superpower yeah but whatever anyways nunu in the jungle you know, we're uh, classically the penis section. We've run that as a kind of an education segment, but we also talk a lot about how good a champion is or how bad a champion is, how overpowered they are, the changes that are required for them. We're going to try something a little bit more, uh, more educational, a little bit less uh, theoretical or deposit what changes we might make to a champion and talk to you about the way a champion actually plays. That way, whether you play them or not, at least you know what to expect when you encounter them in certain roles. And this week, we're going to kick off with Nunu in the jungle.
1: Yeah, and we've done, like you were saying, we've done Nunu O'Penis before. I believe the episode was called Nunu's Got Pills. Yep. Um, back when they first did some changes. But the most recent changes to them... Have really brought him back, and you see him a lot in solo queue. Now, if you're if you're a fan of LCS and you watch LCS, you you still see jungle Nunu. We're talking about specifically jungle Nunu. Support Nunu is still a thing. It's less of a thing since they nerfed Blood Boil, but it is. You do see it sometimes. Um, but the big thing right now, especially in solo queue, is that jungle Nunu. And uh, and here's why: jungle Nunu is drawing bans. Like he's a number one band right now in Solo Queue. Um, the reason is because he, I mean, and, and Nunu's kind of always been known for this. And Jeff, you'll probably back me up, is that he can counter jungle like a boss.
0: Oh yeah, no, he's the OCJ. He's the original counter jungle.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, it, yeah, he was the first like that. That Nunu created ju- uh, counter jungling when he came out.
0: Yeah, there was there was a time when. Uh, if there was a Nunu on the other team, jungle or not, you would go and park somebody next to your wraiths because you didn't want Nunu to walk up and eat your wraith. Now, those days are gone, but he's still, I mean, he's a huge counter-jungle threat now for really the same reason, and it's because of that consume.
1: Yeah, and so here's kind of the play, the strategy behind Jungle Nunu and why it's so uh, popular right now yeah, and why what it's you so... Can
0: expect.
1: Yeah, why it's so frequently banned, because even though he might not eat the Wraith, Nunu is going to spend a lot of time in your jungle. He doesn't want to fight you. He is there to steal your camps, to make sure you are underleveled. He's not probably not even going to gank.
0: Yeah, because he's he doesn't biggest furriest cat burglar you've ever seen in your jungler.
1: Yeah. He can he can clear camps so quickly with consume. Which now gives him little movement speed buffs and health buffs and percentage health damage buff. Uh, like, yeah, you know he can and his blood boil lets him get away. Like, who can catch Nunu?
0: It's pretty tough. I mean, without
1: like a ghost.
0: Yeah, you know? well, it's and it's not just ghost because he can turn around and slow you. You know, it's his slow. Yeah. It's his move fast. If he's six, then he can ult and get another slow on you. It's uh, and then the entire time, you know, he runs by a minion, consumes it just for the extra health to buy him some more time. He's slippery. He's really tough to nail down in the jungle if you don't have proper coverage. And and that's you you got it right there. He's going to spend a lot of time in your jungle. He's going to burn through camps quick between smite with uh, consume and a jungle item. He's going to take objectives, like your big buffs and dragon and the like, very quickly, especially with the help of the rest of his team. And as a result, if he goes unchecked, and this is what Jungle Nunu wants, your jungler is going to start to fall behind all of the lanes, and as a result, have a less effective gank.
1: Yeah. And the reason it's so popular right now is because, in solo queue specifically, is because in solo queue, you don't have very good team communication. You also don't have very good warding. If Jeff and I are playing a game, we're playing with friends, we see a jungle Nunu, we know, like, if we're on blue side, there needs to be a ward at your race or the ramp coming up to your race at all times.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's not there so that you can show up and chase him away. That's there so that you can coordinate the gank with, you know, middle or bottom.
1: Yeah, most, 90, 99% of solo queue players who play mid, top, or even eighty carry, uh, don't, they, they They zone in. All they care about is their lane. Yeah, and Winning f- the lane. Winning the lane. So what the Nunu does is it puts pressure, in order to deal with Nunu, is lanes have to be in position to help the jungler.
0: And that means paying attention.
1: That means paying attention. That means taking advantage of, of that vision. Like if you have race warded, then that's if Nunu comes in, mid can come down and you can try to kill him.
0: Yep. And you stand a lot better chance with two than you do with just one. Because, you know, that way you can deal with the slow plus the movement speed. One person will be able to hopefully keep up and uh, i don't know if really 99 is a fair <laughs> assessment like <laughs> I, I know i know what about getting the majority there. yeah there you go Look the that. vast majority aren't <laughs> going to be coordinated enough and there is a certain level of play where you'll you know at, at a certain point where you'll reach and he's not going to be the same kind of problem that he is uh at, at other different skill levels but the fact is, it's true. He be- draws a lot of bands, and this is exactly why. And, uh, but the, the hard, cold truth is that he's easy to shut down when he does this, when he spends a lot of time in your, in your jungle. Because but it's the, a
1: team effort.
0: Yes, it does yeah. have to be a team effort. It's not like a lot of other champions where all you need is a ward and to show up. You know, mm. uh, with, if, it's, if you try in 1v1 Nunu, um, if he sticks around, you'll probably win. But he's not going to stick around. <laughs> yeah. He's he's going to peace out. He's going to enjoy what he got. And then once he's safe in his jungle, he'll clear that out and just head right back to yours. The key is to get some coordination, get a gank on him in your jungle uh, or when he's transitioning, kill him, and then go and abuse his jungle while he respawns so that he starts to fall behind. That's the situation that ideally you would create. Yeah.
1: But a lot of people are just uh, banning him in solo queue. Because think about the mindset of a solo queue laner. They're thinking, J- I want ganks for my jungler. <laughs> with an enemy Nunu, you know, the lanes need to gank the jungle.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, shoot. Think of it from the position of a solo queue jungler. My team's not going to help me deal with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sad but true. And you know, if I were in that position, I'd consider banning him as well.
1: And that's why, you know, in team games, in pro play, it's not really an issue. Right. And it won't ever be an issue because it's the coordination that kills them. Like, you know, and we see this, you know, repeated over and over. Oh, proxy singe is impossible. Number one, oh, everyone proxy Mm -hmm. singe. Well, with a little coordination, it's not hard. So that's why pros don't do it. Right.
0: Um, Now, one thing that, there's a couple things you can do. If you're frustrated and you do run up against him, and you are a solo queue player. Uh, you know, if you're in the lanes, try and help out by picking up an extra ward and positioning it towards the common entrances to your to the jungler. Especially, especially if you're the mid. If you're you yeah. know, if you're hanging out at mid, drop something to at least cover the transition to wraiths from the river into the wraiths, and keep an eye on it. And know that once he crosses over. That you've got about, you know, two, three seconds before you need to kind of be sneaky and bow out of whatever you're doing and help your jungler take him. You know, you can ping, make sure they understand he's there, and heck, even type, if Nunu invades, I will help you. Yeah. And if you're the jungler, you know what? Communicate. Let the team know. Maybe even buy an extra ward. You know, ward your own wraiths. Yeah, yeah ward your own wraiths, and tell them if NuNu invades, we can kill him. And just yeah. keep an eye on the map.
1: That way, when you ping and every and your mid looks and sees a NuNu on the mini map, he says he remembers. Oh, all right, let's kill this NuNu. And it's yeah. like
0: he yeah. that that way he knows it's not an informative ping. That's you saying it's time time for blood. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's really not too tough to take down, but it's the, the major hurdle isn't killing Nunu, it's communicating with your team. And, uh, you know, that's a lesson that'll probably help you out all over the place. But I hope that explains why Nunu is so good in the jungle. Uh, you know, well there, I mean, there's, there's so much more to him. We wanted to keep this kind of brief because we could go over like all the four different buffs that he can get from consuming jungle stuff. All you need to know is that by consuming things in the jungle, he gets better. Um <laughs> yeah. but you know, just the basics, just the basics. That's what to expect. And chasing him is usually about as fruitful as chasing Singed, you know. Just think yeah. twice about what you're actually risking before you do it. Yep. Onward and upward?
1: Yeah. Okay. That was good though. I liked going deep. Now let's go <laughs> upward.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So six
1: to t- six to noon, man. Six to noon.
0: Playbook. <laughs> this week's playbook, we wanted to help people accept help. So there's a stigma. We it's this think of this as kind of the reverse hay man. We've talked before about how to try to approach other people on your team to provide them with help, to give them advice, or to coach them on their play in-game, and that usually means softening the blow. Now, mm-hmm. other people aren't going to necessarily do that for you, and you need to be on the lookout, because even though someone might not soften the blow, they if they say something, there still might be merit to it. Now, there might not be, and you need to be able to distinguish when something is just, you know, childish or trollish or they're just angry uh, from useful advice. So, how would you start, or what, what do you think would be the first most important lesson when, uh, tr- you know, learning to accept help?
1: Well, the first thing is to check your emotions. And you know, we talked about emotions last week and that they're healthy, but it's also healthy to be aware of them. And what happens in a solo queue game is you, you make a few mistakes and you're suddenly you're 0-2, 0-3. And, 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 you know, you get emotional. You get sensitive. You're waiting for someone to say something. And that's usually bad because you'll either respond emotionally or take it completely in the worst possible way. Right. So first, you know, make realize okay, I can't I I don't need to be so sensitive. You know, let's role play.
0: Let's role play real quick. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh Dave, you're the jungler and uh I'm uh, I'm the support at bottom. And I just pinged a whole bunch for you to come and gank for me. You come down here and uh you know, get uh, the, uh, the enemy team kills you. So, you say...
1: Well, I would say it would be nice... Well, since I'm a classy gent, I say, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I was just a normal bloke, I would say something like, uh... This support... <laughs> this support pings for ganks and doesn't ward lol. Right. That's I believe that would be a yeah, know, I think realistic that's yeah, response. No, that's,
0: that's good. And now me, in between my frantic pingings, you know, and, and calling you a noob, would uh, you know, my instinct would be to respond, you know, crappy jungler gets himself ganked. But here's what, you know, Pinging, pinging uh, support really needed to do. Look past the bile and the toxicity and what he may have said, and you know this this support. The, the, <laughs> so, yeah, the way of the you have yeah, to drop. Look past the, the, the delivery. M- yeah, look past the delivery. And These maybe s- look and maybe look down and check my inventory to see how many wards I'm carrying and what the placement is. You know, just kind of, re, you know, fact check myself real quick. He's criticizing me for not warding the approach and for calling for a gank. Okay, maybe it was the right time for a gank, but was his approach safe? Did I do anything to make sure of that? Do I Did I lay down a pink ward? Did I even pay attention or communicate to my team that the, uh, you know, when the enemy support went into ward? That's all information that, you know, maybe I should have communicated. Um, I'm not saying that it's all on me. Maybe he should have been just as aware. But there were aspects of my role where I could have performed better. And even though Compi is, you know, Compi's totally troll. And I'm going (coughs) to report him at the end of the podcast. I probably could have thrown down a pink ward. Cleared the approach and then called for the gank, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And and here's the situation. Here's the relationship that Jeff and I have as jungler support. Is I will tell him when I pink something.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't. That's not a hey, come gank. That's a you have the option of coming this way and not being seen.
0: Yeah. And now Jeff might come gank, gank. Yeah.
1: He might come gank. He might not. But it's not. I don't call for it. Yeah. You know, so and there's when, ways, this, uh, you know, support especially can set up gank and it has to do with wards. So even though that Nunu said, or Nunu, <laughs> that jungler <laughs> said, uh, it could have been Nunu, uh, yeah. you know, this support lol, you know, he was being a jerk, obviously, but there might be something to learn from it.
0: Yep. Yep. And you can still report him after the end of the match. I mean, that's that's totally yeah. cool. The the point is, is that, you know, look for learning opportunities and people may be helpful even when they don't necessarily mean to be helpful.
1: Well, and what's what's and the emotional thing, I think, is really important because some people get so sensitive that even actual like help, you know, without any of the bad stuff in it gets taken as
0: bad. Oh yeah. I mean, it it happens, it happens in our own crew. We'll, uh, I think it happens a lot with like a top lane. Um, a top lane will get trounced and we'll just say, whoa, just, okay. You know what? You're, you're losing that lane. Just don't die now. You know, that's, that's all we want you to do is just don't die. Don't take risks, um, of, of any kind. You want to, Try and keep yourself in the game as much as you can without... Like, you know, just don't try and be a hero. Now, that's tough advice to take, you know. You're getting trounced, and you're being told, play passive. You're being told, sit out, you know. But mm. that's the reason you're interpreting it that way, as sit out, you know, stop stop feeding, um, is because... You've been beaten down a couple of times already. If you can, t- you know, take that deep breath and realize, okay, what they're really meaning is I can still be helpful later. Yeah. But I need to find a way to do that. And if it's not through getting kills right now, it's through denying any more snowballing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, just, you've got to, you have to put on the filter and it's really hard to do so so
1: even yeah even when i mean stop feeding is probably the classic oh yeah you know i mean that's what people hear the most in games you know but there's a grain of truth to that yeah stop feeding so and and people's natural reaction to getting behind a lot of times you'll see this over and over again is to start taking more risks in order to make up for the fact that they died so much.
0: Yeah, which that's is a topic the, we've covered that yeah, several. We've years. covered
1: that before. So that's so realize that, you know, the comments to say stop feeding, although they're you know, that might not be saying, Hey man, please don't die anymore, it would be better. It's still, you know, the same.
0: But even that's going to come out bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you know it is. Like, if if I'm in solo queue, just rolling in solo queue, and I die a couple times, and someone says, hey, man, stop dying. I'd just be like, you're a jerk, and I'm not ganking your lane over here anymore. I'm going to go over here and gank and show you. <laughs> you know, that's that's the instinct. I'm, and you know what? I think maybe a lot of it just has to do with the slang. Like, it's definitely worse if someone said stop feeding, because you hear that so much. <laughs> maybe maybe the key is, if this helps you, to swap out all of the slang for different words. So it, when someone says feeding, say, replace that with... Festooned. <laughs> no, that's... that's not Bedazzled. No, gosh, no, you're not going to... You have to replace it with phrasing. So instead oh. of feed... Or feeding, you're not feeding, you are dying unnecessarily to the, uh, to the enemy team and creating a snowball situation that may or may not be avoidable.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I think it might be more helpful to some people to, you know, put silly things in there.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, so, it's, so instead of stop feeding, it's like stop <laughs> woozle <woosel-wosel>. wazzle. <laughs> yeah, stop woozle wazzle. Yeah. There you go. That's that's the advice of the show. Stop Woozle <laughs> Yeah,
1: There's a good name for the show, I think. Yeah.
0: Stop Woozle wuzzle How do you spell woozle-wuzzle? Didn't that Was come it? up
1: in a show before? Like you <laughs> invent that?
0: No, or? I don't think so. It's that that's a word from The Simpsons. Yeah,
1: yeah but the it Simpsons in a show before.
0: Probably. Probably. I wonder if you spell Woozle with two O's. Hmm. Anyways, so yeah, the basics. Evaluate what you're, why you're receiving advice, don't jump to conclusions, and don't automatically be defensive, even if you are under attack.
1: <laughs> which you will be, often.
0: <laughs> yes, which you will be. If you feel the need to defend your actions, you know what? Save it for the endgame lobby, because it's not going to help you know it's not going to help if somebody is giving you criticism it's not going to help just be aware of it hold on to it chances are by the time the game ends you're going to forget what feedback you were going to give them anyways yeah so just let it ride a little bit and just find ways to win the game and if the other te- if your team has an opinion on what those ways may be aside from you know quit the game and uninstall <laughs> hey, it's a mean world out there. Alright? Gotta have a thick skin yeah. sometimes. Yeah, buck
1: up, Buttercup.
0: Exactly. They're, they're not telling you to <laughs> to uninstall, and or to leave the game and uninstall. They're telling you to you know, uh, eat a cupcake and woozle
1: <laughs> A woozle flavored cupcake.
0: Oh man, I wish I had a woozle flavored cupcake right now. <laughs> Okay. I think we've got a game, don't we?
1: We have a game.
0: I think so, we should talk about the game.
1: Talk about the game. Yep. Last week, we asked uh, you attractive and intelligent listeners, uh, what uh, champion would be your pet? But,
0: but not just the attractive and intelligent listeners. The other I ones, mean, Everyone. Too. Yeah, yeah everyone. we definitely got emails from the other ones. <laughs>
1: um <laughs> Uh, the Swift Strike says he would want a Karthus goldfish because if Carthfish died in a week, it would just come back
0: to life. <laughs> I, I don't like the idea of what, uh, you know, Karthfish would do once it died. Like, you know, does it then ult kill all the yeah. other fish?
1: He said that there's, you know, he would sing too. he's a singer, oh, a right. singing fish,
0: sing, singing goldfish.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, chrono wolf said i would choose zach i feel like instead of taking him for a walk i could take little pieces of him apply to my shoes and bounce my merry way down the sidewalk
0: now now what kind of pet did he say that it he, zach would be
1: i think it would just be a zach
0: it would just be a zach because <laughs> yeah. it's really disturbing if you fill it in like you know it's zach and he's a cat and i would take pieces of him and put him on my feet like yeah. that's really disturbing <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. Dude needs help if you just, I mean, but I'm putting words well,
1: in he also said that if he locked himself outside of his house he could stab Zack in the back and then push the globules under the door and when Aww. he when he came back to life he could let <laughs> him in.
0: Aw it's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kinda twisted. I but hope this they... guy doesn't have a pet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw Dexter. You know,
0: the show. Hmm. Um, i don't think i understand the reference anyway you will okay later does someone get stabbed in the back shoved underneath the door and then
1: oh he's a serial killer man
0: yeah no i know that. that's
1: that's like the number one sign is like pet oh violence. that's right yeah
0: he was like he started out killing people's pets yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah no that's a sign See? of that's a sign of a sociopath yeah
1: and hmm. it was a clever reference. Now it's just worthless because we had to it's, go through
0: it. Well <laughs> Seek help, listener. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Uh that's it for the game. Oh. Who would you who would you have as a pet and what would they be?
1: Oh, I stand by my answer. I'd have a misfortune, misfortune.
0: <laughs> You'd have just a misfortune, misfortune. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'd have a gangplank say, hamster.
1: You, you have a what?
0: A gangplank hamster. <laughs> what would he do? Uh, parlay and eat oranges.
1: <laughs> as long as you feed him oranges.
0: Yeah, exactly. You sit there and feed him oranges, and he's k.
1: His ult would be a bunch of pellets falling from the sky.
0: Yeah, <laughs> how cool would that be?
1: <laughs> In a circle.
0: Yep. And he'd go. <laughs> And he'd have a little pirate hat on, Yeah. and he, you know, he'd sit there An and he'd run. In, yeah, he'd run in his little treadmill at Top Lane and just never stop.
1: He'd have one of his legs would be wooden. Although That's Gangplank does, doesn't have a wooden leg. No,
0: he doesn't have a wooden leg. He's not a peg leg. But a hamster
1: with a wooden leg would be would be a sight.
0: <laughs> that would be a sight. But even cooler <laughs> would be Ghost Hamster. <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: Special forces hamster.
0: Oh yeah, special forces gangplank hamster. <laughs> this is the best idea ever. League of hamsters, make it happen. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'd go with. Alright. I'm so glad that nobody ended up with like a Mundo Dog or something like that. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because Mundo Dog goes where he pleases. <laughs> Wow, yeah, I just went there. What's up? <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Thank you for your submissions to the game, everybody. Um, we had a lot of fun with that one, actually. A lot of really good responses, a lot of inappropriate responses. Um, this week we're gonna go with a Q tip though. One of our favorite a d carries slash AP carries ever is kogma And he's also reasonably frustrating to go up against if you don't know him. And kind of difficult to master if you've never played a lot with him. He strikes that interesting balance of, uh, you know, fun to play, difficult to master, and a strong champion all around, both in casual and in competitive play. So we would like to hear your tips on how to play as or play against Kogma, And the very best tips, we'll go ahead and read them on the show. Now some tips for you tipsters is to keep it short, keep it simple, and keep it easy to di- digest. You give us a lengthy response and we're just, you know, probably not gonna read it, let alone put yeah. you know put it on the no, show.
1: No guides. Yeah. We don't want a guide. We don't want we a mobile
0: guide. Yeah. Just, you know, a basic outline. What how to how to play against him or how to beat him. We love Kogma.
1: That's you, both the same thing. You um, said how to play against him or how to beat him.
0: Oh, <laughs> well. And and how to play as him.
1: <laughs> Sounds like you don't one like Kogma. <laughs> one of those
0: three things you can send us email about. Send that to team at lowelo.com and uh, put Q-tip in the uh, subject line. Helps us sort through everything. Now, uh... Do we have, you know what, we? I love this trend that we've been on. People keep sending us, uh, you know, pictures and reports uh, from around the world of where they've taken low ELO, and they're really cool. This week, w- what kind of updates do we have?
1: So our low ELO around the world update, uh, Reach for My Heart, is a listener from Germany who listened to low ELO on the top of Mount Vesuvius.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Scott listens to Loilo regularly from his job, and he works for Duck Commander.
0: Now you, you know had what, to explain this one to me. Yeah, Because duck I Commander. I don't watch cable.
1: It's <laughs> well, I don't either, but I, I've seen ads for it. It's okay. this group of like dudes who all look like they should be in Hell's Angels or members and or members of ZZ Top, running the biggest like duck hunting business in the world. <laughs> They make, like, duck calls and, like, camo and, like, just all kinds of stuff. And they're rich. That's the... And anyway, it's, the show is called Duck Dynasty. It's hmm. a reality show. But he works for the company that the show's about, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that is kind of cool. Like, he is there a chance that he's on the show?
1: I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think he just works wow. in the office. But
0: because that'd be cool if he was like on the show and he was. Well, you have to, to have like, like a four foot long.
1: That. He has to have like a four foot long beard to be on the show. I think you
0: don't know. I don't think this guy sent in a picture. He might have a four <laughs> foot long beard.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's an update. That's a goal yeah. right there. We want we want to hear a story about somebody listening to our show, you know, in, in a like on TV or something. <laughs> that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, well, we did have some uh, low ELO signs at, like, Season 2 Worlds. and
0: That's true. That's true. If
1: you that guys make it out cool. to an event, make a low ELO sign.
0: Yes. Make a low ELO sign. Get pictures.
1: I don't Get care what sign. kind of event it is. You know, ice game. <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: Giants game. County fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Bar Mitzvah.
1: So, yeah, but speaking of Giants game, Cody says, Hey Loilo, I work at the Giant at Giant at the Giants Stadium in SF in San Francisco. And I listen while making nachos, tacos, and watching home runs go giants.
0: Man, I love all of those things. I love nachos <laughs> and tacos and home runs go giants. <laughs> I'm actually not joking. Like I'm I am I wouldn't say I'm a fair weather fan. I'm a you know I'm a local over here. The Giants are my local team. And uh I I really I like watching them play. I think most people do. They're a fun franchise. So that's cool. Very cool. Go
1: Giants. Yeah. And one more Biddleship, who's written into the show before, says a week or two back, I went on a research trip to San Salvador in the Bahamas for a week. I naturally thought it would be great to bring a selection of my favorite Loilo episodes to entertain me in my spare time. My phone has a waterproof case, so I just took the episodes with me one day when we went snorkeling. Oh. I think I think the sea turtles liked it because yes. we saw more that day than any other.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's really cool. I, I wish he'd. I wish he had a picture, but I totally get you know why he doesn't. Tough to. Well, I mean, no, you can take a picture underwater these days. That's actually pretty easy. They just have all kinds if your, of cases. And if stuff. your
1: phone has an underwater case, just use your phone.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I, I, although you know, it might have interfered with his podcast listening. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, did you know that it's actually, like, you know, because the turtles are protected, it's, like, illegal to go and touch them and all that? Oh. Yeah, you're supposed to stay away from the turtles. That'll get you thrown off a beach.
1: Well, you know that in Texas, uh, the only law enforcement person who can search your car without a warrant or, or, like, reasonable doubt or whatever? Yeah. Oh, not reasonable doubt. What is it?
0: Um... I don't know. Like, you know, uh, it's 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 the thing that they have because I'm technically a minority. <laughs> yes, yeah. The the game warden has the, the right warden? to do the game warden and game to, like warden check to see if you've got like dead rabbits or something that you're not supposed to be shooting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The game
1: warden has like ultimate authority in Texas.
0: <laughs> the only time that I've ever witnessed a friend getting arrested. They were, uh, we were pulled over and then she got arrested because she had an outstanding warrant in one of the mountain counties in uh, Colorado for a fishing violation, fishing without a license. (laughs) No joke. Seriously. Yeah, you got
1: to go down to the, you know, sports academy and buy the $3 fishing license.
0: Yeah. And so she had gotten, uh, like, you know, Fined by a ranger or something like that. <laughs> failed to pay the fine. They called her into the courthouse. Didn't show up, and uh, you know, and she—I guess she just didn't realize it. They had like an old address on file or something like that. And as a result, boom, bench warrant. So wow, pay—you know—one, don't fish without a license. <laughs> Two, pay your fines.
1: And stay away from the game warden if you're in Texas. Yeah, and
0: stay away from the game <laughs> warden if you're in Texas. Because, it does. you know, he doesn't need you to be a minority. Yeah, he'll just stop you and search the car. <laughs> yeah, because no. he wants to. Probable that, cause. Because, that, oh, pro, there you go. Probable cause, probable yeah. Cause, he does yeah. not need
1: probable cause to do anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man. You know, do you think he just does it for fun? Like, he just kind of chills out and he's just like, hey, hey, what do you got in there? I definitely show, me, see, what's like, in,
1: show me what's a, in your trunk like a super troopers <laughs> kind of dynamic there like you got any
0: dead animals in your trunk <laughs> I can see him hanging out with the highway patrol you know and they're like all giving him crap and he's just like yeah well check this out show me what's in your car <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: he's like the only game warden in like 200 miles <laughs> yeah
0: do they hunt game in Texas? Like what what do you hunt in Texas?
1: What don't we hunt in Texas?
0: Oh. I I, I don't know. I just figured it's like a, a barren wasteland where nothing lives except the people. <laughs> And cattle. And you don't hunt cattle.
1: No, dude. Deer, like there's forests and
0: There's not yeah. a forest in Texas.
1: Yeah, the piney woods. I live in the hill country. You can't that's the that. middle. There's hills and cypress trees. And then to the east Texas is pine trees and you know Shut up. (laughs) Yes, Texas is all desert, and I ride horses to and from where I need to go.
0: With your spurs. (laughs) That jingle, jangle, jingle. Hold on, I I think a
1: tumbleweed is rattling at my door. Let me go push it back out into the dirt street.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, you live a crazy life, man. (laughs) Yeah. The Comanches attacked (laughs) last night. It's terrible. Wow. Okay. Well, those around the world updates we get a kick out of those, and I think other people do too. Keep sending them. Keep them coming. Team at lowilo dot com. Let us know where you are, where you plan to go, and uh, if you get a chance. I think everything we li- uh, just heard indicates we need pictures. You know, I mean, tell us it's, no matter what. But happen. if if yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you've got pictures, send those too because that's cool. Like I would have loved to have seen. The guy with like his underwater headphones and everything and like a snorkel (laughs) under, you know, chilling with turtles with like the low elo showing on his screen or something like, yeah, I would have, I would have sent that guy something. Like, I don't even know what I've got here.
1: Or even the guy making nachos and tacos. Yeah. if (laughs) a giant
0: stadium. Yeah, no, that's a contact I'd like to have, you know. (laughs) He sends me the picture of him, like, you know, making the nachos and tacos. I send him cool stuff, and then next time I go by, maybe I get a little bit of kickback, you know. A little bit of extra carnival cheese on top of those nachos. Nachos
1: and tacos are relevant to my interests.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They are. They're they're on my list of Facebook likes. (laughs) I like both of those things. Anyways... One of the more interesting sets of email that we got this week came when we prompted for people to share their stories about rage. We were talking about uh, the we were talking about how when Dave and I were playing together, not on stream, just chilling out, that we had some rage moments against other players, but we expressed those privately to each other over the stream, over the uh, call, and you know the other team was never the wiser. You know, to us, that's a very healthy way to, to deal with that kind of thing. You don't let it fester, and you know it's not going to affect you, and you just don't let it affect the other team either. We wanted to hear how other people dealt with those moments of disappointment or being upset in-game, and got quite a few very interesting responses. So the first one, by the Beast 913 reads, The thing that makes me rage are, one... I own a pool business in Huntsville, Texas. And what? Where?
1: Huntsville. That's where I'm from. Yo, Stingem Hornets.
0: <laughs> Have I not said this on the show before? With with the gigantic, uh, the gigantic helmets. Yeah,
1: yeah, Huntsville, man.
0: I wonder from if there. he has a gigantic. You know what? If he's in Huntsville, maybe he could take a picture of a gigantic uh, helmet. I'd well, probably and, have to wait until football season. Oh, well, but, when football yeah. season comes around, Beast913 needs to take a picture of a gigantic helmet and send it here so that copy once again has credibility because he made that up. <laughs> My parents still have it in their garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Texas is weird, dude. Anyways, he owns a pool business in Huntsville and dealing with customers that complain about one leaf in their pool pisses him off to no end. Dude, I totally get that. Being nitpicked. I hate yeah. being nitpicked. Number 2, when lol with friends and invite some of their and they invite some of their friends. Those friends may or may not be awful at the game. They just stand in one spot and think they can win. Even then they're when they're close to death, They just stand there, and they die. Then blame you for not being there. Sound familiar? (laughs) Three, on the list of things that make him rage. If I want to work myself into a rage, I'll just play solo queue. (laughs) This guy's got us figured out, I think. To relieve my rage, I will play Talon in a normal and build nothing but Infinity Edge.
1: (laughs) Well, like multiple infinity edges. Yeah, yeah. Build
0: nothing but infinity (laughs) edges. Not the best build I know, but super gratifying to watch an opponent explode.
1: (laughs) That's pretty funny.
0: That is pretty funny. And it's actually not too far off than one of the ways that I know you vent. Actually, so do I. When we're, when we get really pissed off, we've said this before, we get really pissed off, we go and play Broken Champions. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'll I'll play. play uh, used to for a long time for me it was a collie. I would play a collie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and sometimes it's Lee Sin. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The next one. Uh, the next rage confessional is Boone. Said my name's Brian. I go by the summoner name Boone. I liked the se- segment on ex- episode seventy nine about raging and wanted to share my favorite type of rager, the expert. Whenever someone on your team makes a mistake or a bad play, it turns out that you have been playing with a bona fide expert. On all things League the entire time. The expert knows the best way to play your champion and your lane, and you're doing it wrong. The term noob shows up in most of his chat, and if you would just listen to him, the team would be winning. Their <laughs> advice might even be useful, but the way they rage you're most likely going to blow them off. Ah. Uh, uh. Some ring home there, right? Yeah. In honor of these demigods of all things lol, I have composed the lol experts prayer. Oh, insert champion name here, who art in top, bot, mid or jungle. Hallowed be thy name, your victories come, your ganks be done, in reality as it is in your head. Give us this day our daily first win, and forgive us our noobness, as we forgive the noobness in others. Lead us not into surrender, but deliver us from sucking. Amen. Amen! (laughs) Amen! Prince! Should I have done that in my in my preacher voice? I have a yeah. preacher voice. I could just do the whole next the ep- uh, next I, thing in preacher voice.
1: I really like the expert too because one of the one of my favorites is when they say, "Dude, I used to main whatever champion you're playing."
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> or when they when they get out there and they're like, "I have you know 500 wins on, Tebow, on another account on another account where <laughs> I'm diamond." You know, it's. Like yeah, I'm I'm famous in Lithuania. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Good good email. Good email. This next one from Amanda loves you says, "Listening to your podcast has dramatically increased my skill as a player, but I know uh, but I now find myself raging when teammates ignore what are the golden rules of League or now the golden rules of League?" Being only level 19, I can't play rank to get away from poor players, but I'm bup, losing bup, my mind. Hey, let... I, I know what was just said, okay? I know what was just said. We'll, we'll forgive it and address it at the end of the email. Okay, okay. Can't play rank to get away from poor players, but I'm losing my mind playing a support role with 80 carries who can't CS and ignore objectives after downing champs. All you know valid things to get a little bit upset about but uh, i think if we if only need to...
1: his team would listen to <laughs> him if, if only his team <laughs> would listen to him
0: <laughs> oh man that that well, prayer well, above might just be for you amanda <laughs> but
1: uh, i just i just i don't want to like feel like i'm dumping water while, all over you while you're sleeping but uh playing ranked does not get you away from poor players
0: oh no <laughs> yeah,
1: by any means. Like, level 30 means nothing. Especially now. I mean, you yeah. can bot your way to 30. So And some uh, people do. Yeah, a lot of people do. The, a lot of people see co-op versus AI as what you're supposed to do to level. Which just boggles my mind, you know? <laughs> like, what do you expect to learn from stomping bots over and over?
0: Anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Other email? I mean, that, that was all good stuff. We got a lot of responses to it. And uh, surprisingly, I, I was expecting more people to, uh, you know, jump down our throats about going on rage. We had very little of that.
1: Yeah, we, we tried to preface and, like, qualify everything enough. But, you know, there's always a couple where... Eh, always a couple. Like, oh, Loilo's all about raging now. Oh, terrible. The sky is falling. Kind of missed the point. In mm-hmm. fact,
0: weren't we going to hashtag it? Um, oh, yeah. You know How what? You yeah, I, this is appropriate. Um, so if you use Twitter, and and we hope you do, uh, because it's a great way to kind of keep in touch with us in between shows, use Twitter, and uh, you should follow us and use the hashtag Rage. Uh, H-O-W-I-R-A-G-E, H-O-W-I-R-A-G-E to tell the wor- world how you cope with rage, you know. For example, uh, sometimes I just dive to the bottom of the pool and scream. How I hmm. rage, right?
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to necessarily be league related. Sometimes, yeah. or sometimes I play Talon and go all Infinity edges.
0: <laughs> you know. S- sometimes I buy an, an entire gallon of ice cream and eat it in a single sitting with a wooden spoon how i rage <laughs> yeah, I, I do that that's lunch <laughs> <laughs> how i lunch <laughs> yeah. not related to how i rage yeah but uh, yeah use that hashtag um we'll use it a couple of times you know tag us on it uh, uh eat gamer and low Lo dave are our twitter accounts and uh we'll we'll retweet those and have some fun with it you know it's kind of like
1: the. Know. This is how I LCS. Yeah, see a lot of people do those. Like, I, I've actually picture done of their those. setup with like the TV hanging above their computers and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I did one of those when I was in Portland for PDX Land. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah, but that's not all the email we got. We got some regular old email questions that will.
0: Yeah.
1: Answer. <laughs> um, first one comes from uh, oh this is more of a a story from Kevin just played my first game with people from the low chat room I played support Sona with Kate and we lost bot lane (gasps) uh oh mid game things were looking grim because we were down three turrets to one and down in kills by two or three most of the game however we stayed positive caught them out a few times and turned it around thanks to a heavily fed fizz who is more like a great white rather than the cute little fish he's often portrayed as (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright. Fizz is one of those that can do it, man. Yeah, he can. A fed Fizz? Oh, dude, you can win the game almost single-handedly.
0: Oh yeah, dude, I, you know me. I love playing Fizz in the Jungle every now and then. Like, he's he's that uh, special treat when I'm in the mood.
1: You Not good. good half gallon of ice cream.
0: Right. No. That's <laughs> that's how I rage. <laughs> oh, okay. Or it's how you lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Woozle-wuzzle.
1: Uh, Raziel <laughs> Lionheart says, I'm not sure if I'm just lazy or Riot hasn't made this simple for us yet. How do I get into LCS as a spectator? Do I have to watch the games live or can they be watched later? Where do I go to watch them and when do they air? And we realized after, you know, encouraging people to get into LCS that if you're not into LCS already, you probably don't know where to go to watch it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, they do, like, plaster links all over the client and all of that.
1: Yeah, when it's when it's on live, like, yeah. the homepage of the client, when you first log in, it'll be a big banner there, and you can just click on it. Um, but you can go to uh, lolesports.com, which yep. is a site run by Riot. It's not a third-party site, yeah, so it's part of Riot. And they have stats. They have all the previous matches, which you can watch after the fact. Mm-hmm. and they have the schedule of when the next matches are going to be.
0: Yep, so you can see exactly when all of that stuff's going to air. It's all streaming. It's not in the clients. It's all streaming content via like YouTube or whatever your favorite medium is. Um but if you want to watch the previous uh the previous games, which is how Dave and I watch a lot of games because when, you know, honestly, when LCS is going on, most of the time we're working, right?
1: Or or playing ourselves. Yeah, we're
0: playing ourselves. So we'll go back and watch them on our own terms. You just uh, scroll down the page a little bit, and you'll see a button, a blue button, that says View All Matches. You can click on that, and it, it does automatically give you some spoilers. You can turn that off if you want. But if you click on the matches, then you can actually, uh, it'll give you the option to watch them and you know watch the game. And it's pretty cool. I highly recommend that you check it out if you haven't already.
1: Yeah. And they have interviews. Like they have this really long article about Cloud9. <laughs> yeah, which you know. has
0: some great info in it, but it's just so long. Yeah. It's just so long. <laughs> and he doesn't include a too long didn't read at the bottom. So yeah. it's no good to me. All right. Yeah. Other
1: email? Yeah, we got one from Notable Name who has a question for us. It's a good name. I have one very quick question from a fresh noob. if i were if i were hypothetically speaking to become very proficient in the following champions zillion poppy sivir gragas would i have one league of legends in other words in other words will i be good at this game these are my favorite champions i lose often but the way i see it what's the point of playing and winning with champions other people are already winning with
0: I you know I I echo a lot of that. Um oh, yeah. I mean, oh, well, some of it. I actually have and we had this conversation not too long ago. I have a problem with playing junglers that everyone else is playing.
1: Yeah, like you will not play Nunu right now because everyone's playing him.
0: Yeah. And it's it really isn't because I'm hipster. It's because I like I like the surprise value. Just
1: mm-hmm
0: people have certain expectations when you show up from the jungle as, you know, Warwick, or... Poppy, you've jungled Poppy Yeah, or recently. Poppy, or Tryndamere. And then showing that, you know, you've got what it takes to hang with the big boys. You know, that you can be a Sejuani, that you can be a Maokai with just a really big sword or claws, whatever. That's fun. And I know <laughs> you do the exact same thing.
1: Oh, yeah, back back in dota all-star days man like i i i stayed away from the op heroes in dota that's speak for champions uh be for that same reason anyone can win with x hero or x champion you know that's not cool i'm gonna beat you with this one who everyone thinks is weak that's more of a victory for me now it does result in maybe more <laughs> losses than i would normally have
0: because in uh, any given environment certain champions are just going to be better than others. The, yeah. the game is not perfectly balanced.
1: But, but to give you a quick rundown of the the specific champions you listed, Zillion, I would stay away from. No, Yeah, Zillion.
0: he's he's tough for me to give any sort of backing to.
1: He's just terrible. Yeah. he's he situation has to be perfect for him to be good. Yeah. The, um, I think
0: the advice I gave one of our uh, you know, our good friends was Zillion has three bad abilities and then another ability that lets him use them more often.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but Poppy, Sivir and Gragas I think can hang.
0: Oh yeah, they've all, all got their them. place. Poppy I mean, Sivir, is one of Sivir's the biggest some play lately.
1: Poppy, yeah, Poppy's one of the biggest surprise like people are surprised when because Poppy is her role in a team is an anti carry. She targets the carry. No one can stop her and goes and kills her.
0: Yeah, just That's murders it. them. Not many
1: people can 1v1 Poppy late game, but her early game is so difficult that it's not worth it for a lot of people. Yeah. So if you can do Poppy and you can survive early game and manage to get you know, enough gold to make it to a strong late game, you'll be a significant threat.
0: The best poppies I've ever played against had me calling for nerfs yeah, yeah by the end of the game I'm just yeah I'm, I'm like shouting at the top of my lungs about how overpowered the champion is, how stupid the champion is, how badly it needs to be fixed. Um, you don't get that normally because she's so hard to play but with with most champions if you really get good with them, you can make amazing things happen
1: one thing to do on Poppy is what I used to do even oh, way, man, way back in the day. I would run her with clairvoyance.
0: Hmm.
1: You know why? Nope. Because if you see Poppy coming, where do you go?
0: Um,
1: into a bush.
0: Oh, right, right, what's, right. What's
1: the bush next to most of the time? The wall. The wall. <laughs> and if, with clairvoyance,
0: you put them into the <laughs> wall. Yeah. Guarantee, oh, man, like, that sounds like fun.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's it might not be competitive per se, but mm-hmm. uh, it is a good time. You could probably accomplish the same thing with just wards or yeah, Ruby Sightstone,
0: or <laughs> um, but, but you know, the, the the distance on those isn't quite the same effectiveness. I, I can see where this is going. I'm gonna try that out. That's gonna, yeah. that's gonna be a good time.
1: Uh, Siver is good. I, you know, Siver, I think, gets a lot of I don't know, she's not very popular because her spell shield her, her ultimate
0: it, it, no it's I, I think the reason she's not popular is her ultimate is kind of lackluster compared to everybody else's
1: it is but her spell shield take requires such twitch reaction and such knowledge of the game yeah. you have to expect something and then time it perfectly and then you can just but it's hilarious when it happens you know oh, yeah. i You're love going so troll. like sivir is a counter quote-unquote to blitzcrank Mm-hmm. If you can time those spell shields to just laugh whenever he tries to grab you, it'd be like, "Thanks for the mana," <laughs> like, <laughs> you know that. Uh, and Gragas, Gragas is still good. Oh yeah,
0: Gragas is legit. He is. I mean, he's he not really
1: all guy. over the place like he was a few months ago, you know. But
0: uh, hey, any any champion that can relocate another champion's position mm-hmm. is gonna have a place. Yeah. So I, I and he's think, hard to catch. Yeah, I think that zillion is a stretch that's going to be tough for you if you're really into it then you know what who am i to tell you to not to follow your dreams but that's an uphill battle <laughs> and you need to be aware of it man um it may all pull off or you know pull pull off one day and just be amazing but mm. yeah and you might prove us wrong yeah you might <laughs> go for <laughs> it just go for if it I, yeah
1: if you want to do Zillion, go for it but i really yeah. like the poppy ziver and gragas
0: You'll, you'll win at League no matter what, as long as you're having a good time. Yeah. All right. So uh, that concludes email, correct? Yep. That's it. Okay. Let's go into some uh, iTunes shoutouts real quick. We've got... Uh, now, I published the last episode a little bit late. We're recording this episode perfectly on time. So there hasn't been a lot of period in between for people to give us reviews. But I will read what we've got. First and foremost was Mister. He says, so funny and helpful. The witty cast members that have insightful opinions and great advice have caught me so much. We've also got Scott19840316 who says, very helpful podcast. This podcast has literally helped me win seven out of my last nine ranked games. Keeping a positive attitude, not raging, not pointing the finger all the time can really help you. And those are just a few of the many things they promote. Great podcast. Stay classy, guys. We've also got Needy17, who says, Awestruck, simple, simple guys, talking games. Love it. Great to kill a time at work. Keep it up, guys. The backdoor only. Master Yi was hilarious, and I made that my ringtone. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Well, that's awesome. Now, I'm going to read this one. I'm going to read this one because this is a one-star review that we received this week and uh, it says please nerf low elo these people don't like zillion therefore I think they might be communists or they may be racists they may- might sound funny and friendly but secretly they plan to destroy everything that's good about League of Legends like zillion ARAM and capitalism they might sound cool but they are secretly nerds Um, that's that's funny and all but that doesn't help us that actually hurts us You know, using using the iTunes reviews as a avenue to make jokes with one star reviews hurts our placement and hurts our ability to reach out to new fans. And so while while it's funny, I hope that you'll, uh, you know, consider and go and remove your comment or report a concern about that or something to try and remove that because it's not an appropriate review. You know, it doesn't tell anyone anything real about the show. It's clearly satire. Um, You know, just if you've got something funny to say like that, email is a great place to do it. Nah. No?
1: Oh, I said yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you said no. (laughs) Okay. But that's the iTunes reviews right now in the uh, U.S. store. And thank you, everybody, for your five-star reviews. We're at 705 and a five-star rating. It's awesome. It's really nice to be on top yeah, of that.
1: 700, yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's cool. I mean, we hit that last week. but Yeah, um, I know, but it's just, still cool. Yes, it is still cool. It will <laughs> always be cool. It will always be cool. It's, it's amazing how far we've come on that on that front. Um, there were also some requests that we add the show to some other mediums like Stitcher Radio. So if you use Stitcher, you can now find us on there. Just give us a search low, uh, search for Low ELO, and you can be downloaded through Stitcher. Just remember, Stitcher—they add—they put ads at the beginning of everything. Those are not ads endorsed by Low ELO. They're just part of their service so know what you're listening to and know how to distinguish what we support and what we.
1: those ads also don't support us right yeah
0: they do nothing (laughs) for us we we get nothing from those ads the only ads that we run that we get anything from and it's not much honestly are the few google ads that we put on our website at www.lowelo.com if uh, you wanted to support us through ad revenue then when you visit Loilo, you put us on a safe list so that your ad blocker turns off and we try to keep them to the side we don't want you know we don't run any pop-ups or anything like that if there's ever an ad that you find annoying or offensive please let us know but we've got our ad policy clearly stated on the website so we get a little bit from there the other way that we get support though is usually through donations that's the number one most popular way uh, you can donate by clicking the support button on the side at lowelo.com, which will give you whatever methods you'd like if you'd ever like to donate to the show. <clears throat> and um, we have a little spot in those donations for people to, you know, leave us a message if they want a shout-out or anything. Surprisingly, very few people ever fill that out. And when they do, they usually just say, Awesome show, thanks for, you know, thanks for having it, no need to read anything. Okay, cool. That's fine.
1: <laughs> Angel investors, yeah, you know, anonymous.
0: No, nah, they're not. A, they're not anonymous. I re- I require, especially on the on recurring donations, if you decide to subscribe to Low ELO and give us a give us a couple bucks every month, I require that you provide your address, and there's a reason for that. It's so that I can send stuff out at random to you, <laughs> yeah, and it, that way it doesn't get returned. So. Cool things
1: um, like stickers not
0: not not, not, not uncool things, things like
1: right. you know reindeer bricks
0: yeah' I'm not, gonna, sub-
1: mail, I'm not gonna mail you a brick be because silly.
0: it because it costs too
1: much it'd be yeah it'd be really expensive <laughs> it'd be really expensive the joke too. really isn't worth it you know? <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> and you know it's like I, I don't I don't even know what the pricing would be on low bricks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because if we're gonna mail somebody a brick it's got to be branded right? Yeah, it's got to have like bricks. a little Timo on it or something like that. It's
1: They it, sell them for 50 cents like $9 shipping <laughs> and handling. <Yeah. laughs>
0: that wouldn't be cool. That'd be a pain in the butt. And then, and, and then you know what would happen? Here's what would happen if we sold bricks. You guys would all get together. You'd order like 50 of them. And then I'd have to go to the post office with 50 bricks. <laughs> have you that? ever had to bring a wheelbarrow to the post office no that's ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) alright but uh, yeah thank you for your support everybody now uh, if you'd ever like to get a hold of us there's of course lowelo.com that's also where you'll want to go interact with the community via the forums uh, download previous episodes if you haven't heard our entire library check out the show notes or find out who the music is on the show get lots of cool stuff there it's also a great place to check out our stream. If you don't already subscribe, you can head to lowelo.com slash stream or you can go... To, wait, is it lowelo.com slash stream or live?
1: I suddenly stream, It's slash stream, but the okay. button is says live. live.
0: Okay. Then uh, lowelo.com slash stream. Uh, you can also follow us through Twitch at twitch.tv slash community you can get a hold of us via Facebook, which is a great community where we put updates whenever we can. That's Facebook.com slash community as well. A good place to find us in between episodes, not on the website, all that, is our Twitter. I think we mentioned that already once before with the whole how I rage. But uh, hit us up on Twitter. I can be found as Low. Uh, I was about to say Low Elo Dave. <laughs> yeah, I'm Lo Elo Dave, and that guy is Gamer. Um, yeah, close yeah. enough. Right, <laughs> close enough. We'll just stick with that for now. <laughs> I'm never going to get these right. Like, it's going to be a year before I get these right again.
1: Um, yeah, close enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll just work with it. Uh, you can also get updates from everybody else on the show. Uh, I-, I would like to give a shout-out Rin, who isn't on the show for a couple of weeks now. She uh, had was commissioned by Riot to produce a little piece of art. You may have seen it. And it was for their uh, Mundo Face hashtag deal, where they mm. wanted people to show their Mundo Face. Oh, that was
1: Rin. Yes, oh. that was Rin's art. Oh, I saw the Mundo Face thing. I didn't realize. That's cool.
0: Yep, that was definitely Rin. When it came out, she you know, sent me a message and was like, this is what I've been working on for so long. I'm so happy it's <laughs> out there. It's It's cool, too. It's cute. It's uh you know the picture of Mundo in the classroom sticking his tongue out and there's like Lulu and Draven and Zach all imitating him sticking yeah. their tongues out yeah it's fun it's fun so uh give her a shout out Rin the Yordle uh, on Twitter say you know send her uh, your love for the Mundo face thing
1: well she also did that art for us you wanted to mention the last two arts.
0: Oh yes, yes, she did uh, the episode art. I mean gosh, I, I just kinda figured people would pick up on that. But episodes, yeah. episode episode seventy eight, the cover art that we had of that with uh, with Rin and Jax spinning in their chairs. Um that's you know, that's Rin doodling for like five minutes. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. Now, uh, let's see email. You can always email us. In fact, we love getting email, especially with pictures. We oh, you know what? We forgot to call the guy out. We had a we had a guy who sent us uh, like four pictures that he made.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on.
0: You got to find them because um, it was cool. It was uh, Adrian, was it?
1: Yeah, his name's uh, Aiden. Aiden is hot.
0: Oh, Aiden, that's right. Aiden is hot. And uh, he sent us three really cool pictures. We'll post those via Twitter. So if you want to see those, you're going to need to follow us on Twitter and look for those. I might put them on Facebook, too. But they're, you know, they're just like sketches, and they're cool, and we love that kind of stuff. And it doesn't have to be like, a piece of, you know, it doesn't have to be the Mona Lisa. You know, you don't have to be the next Rembrandt. We just like to, you know, see how you get into the game or get into low elo. So send us that kind of stuff. Send us your cool stories, your stories of where you've been or how you rage and all of that. It would be a good time. How you wuzzle-wuzzle. <laughs> yeah. how,
1: lo- how you lunch.
0: Yeah, how how you <laughs> lunch. To team at lowilo.com. Um. Did I get them all? Yeah, that was yes. all. Yes! Oh, I'm so happy that I got them all. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, I'm Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. Eat Gamer. That guy right there is Dave Corals, a.k.a. Compy386.
1: I am festooned with uh,
0: the word of the day is festooned. By the way,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah, festooned. Look it up. Yep. Learn, learn ya. It basically ya some... means bedazzled. But no, it doesn't. <laughs> oh be. my god. Anyway, anyway.
0: anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. Good night. Episode eighty and stuff. Oh, um, one last thing, Cooper. Stay classy
1: Electric type That's a Pokemon I'm guessing so mm-hmm. Definitely not Fire type Grass type no, it's an Electric type <laughs> Oh, wow, that was, like, a unexpected. That was, like, a surprise ending there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was, like, a plot was- twist. Are you M. Night Shyamalan or something? The exact thing that you thought was going to happen is what happened!